Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. I'm P. Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, of course, within this on this journey, as always, of sharing music with each other, the group, the squad, the qu- the uh, quorum. We've got Brett. Uh huh. We sure do. We've got Patrick. Yes, I agree. And we've got Drew. Squaggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about music, and the provider of the music this week is me. It's my turn this week, uh, and we come off of last week talking about an unexpected new direction of uh, sound from an artist like Childish Gambino, uh, and I decided to follow it up with an album that was released a week, like a, like a week and a half prior to that album uh, by another group that we've talked about on this show before. Uh, with a wildly different cha- uh, sound and direction as well, uh, in Bad Rabbits uh, and their newest album, uh, American Nightmare. Uh, yeah, Bad Rabbits is a group we talked about before on the show. Um, let's start with uh, Brett. What expectations did you have coming into this album? Well, I mean, I, I remember listening to Bad Rabbits. You know, the, the I remember uh, the reviewing American Love. Uh, the the funk, uh, the synths, uh, making songs about getting some booty, um, and uh, yeah, that was kind of what I was expecting. I did I was unawares of the of the the the, the swaparoo change of sound until yeah. I got into the album. Yes, and we'll talk about it there uh, in the, the the next round. Uh, Patrick, what expectations did you have coming into this album? So I, I had already listened to this album by the time you announced it because I love Bad Rabbits. Um, this, uh, the the title uh, being American Nightmare after their <coughs> last album was called American Love, kind of, uh, that that should be, that should tell you all you need to know about what's co- what you're about to walk into. It, it, this is a, uh, this is a, a sharp left turn from uh, songs about baby making. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drew, what expectations did you have? Coming into this album, um, well, I'll I'll not do the expectations of when I was coming to this album when you announced we were listening to it, and I will do the expectations of when I first listened to it, which was when you said, "Hey, there's a new Bad Rabbits out. You guys <laughs> should see that there's a new Bad Rabbits out." When like it hit, and my reaction was, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna get some more dancey funk music from the dancey funk music makers." <laughs> that was those 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 we we'll, we'll talk about this. I I think we've kind of kind of spoiled it a little bit. I was wrong. Yeah. Um yeah, so this is definitely a completely different sound. You know, it's switching from American Love, which is the other album we talked about, to American Nightmare. Uh this was more leaning towards their rock uh half of their their funk rock uh, sound. Uh, still kind of bringing in the elements that they know to bring in in different ways. Uh, some hip-hop influences, some uh, some funk, some R&B influences in there. But it's mostly a rock record. Uh, it is a very... It's much more emotional record. Uh, it is. It kind of brings in some elements of, like, post-hardcore emo sound. Uh, just with a different... You know, just with no Quaalude mouth uh in some aspects in there uh it is a cool interesting record 
It is still it is still a mix of sounds. It is still like you can still get uh the great vocals uh uh out of for for do a book here. Uh you still, you know, you still have the really good music, uh, really good instrumentals on there. Uh it is just a really cool mix of sound, really cool different signature bad rabbit sound but with a much kind of darker feeling to it uh to say the least uh brett what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this album all right everybody <coughs> um rock music rap music two great tastes that taste great together sometimes um uh, this this isn't your run dmc's and aerosmith's it's not your post uh, uh house of pain everlast it's not Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg doing that weird Americana like song. Um, this is the Wait, Bad Rabbits. On. We just buried a lead here. There's a Willie Nelson Snoop Dogg song that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, Fuck, I gotta go listen to that after this. Um, <laughs> it, don't excited. expect too much. Uh, I'm but, not, uh, <laughs> but that's exciting. They're probably talking about a lot of weed. I, I, that's, <laughs> I, I, I believe that is covered. Yes. If we were doing themes and elements of the Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson song, uh, that'd probably be written down. Yes. Um, and words on a chalkboard behind me is weed. Um, Hello, weed. Uh, yes. there, uh, so, we, Bad Rabbits. <coughs> uh, the, the Bad Rabbits that I had sampled, um, you know, it's the, the, the synth and, and funk rock uh, foundation. Um, but uh, instead on this album, they took, they took that and they were like, nah. And they were like, let's throw some emo rock in here. Um, and uh, there's a marked decline in uh, booty shake and funk. I, I, I would uh, say there's probably not a whole lot. Um, and content wise, they, they shifted almost entirely their, their lyrical and, uh, and thematic uh, uh, stylings from the other time. But like when we get into songs, I'll, I'll be able to zero in on where the funk isn't but um uh i you know if this is very much a this is this is about as different as you can get from from one album to the next this is even just like you know sergeant pepper weirdness this is this is um this is some crazy shit <laughs> for for a band of the same name uh to put out such two very very different sounding uh albums is is noteworthy Yes, definitely noteworthy. Uh, Patrick, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this album? Uh, so as as we talked about before, the uh, their previous album, American Love, is a song is is an album about having a good time and uh, you know about about dancing and fucking. That's what the last album's about, and that's that's the thing you need in the world. This this is an album where uh, like all the fun and optimism of American Love has just been removed and replaced with existential dread and sort of very uh, on topics of the last few years uh, in the world. This is uh, this is a this is real different. Um, you can still tell it's the same band. I mean, Fredua's vocals are as good as ever on this. Uh, the music's super tight uh, and you still it's got good grooves and everything. There's still some cool synth stuff going on, but, but there, there ain't any funk here. Uh, which is, yeah, that's a 
big, big departure, both thematically and musically. Um, the quality of the album I thought was really good though. Like it's, it's, it's intense and it's heavy, uh, both, both musically heavy. Uh, like there's, there's what is effectively, you know, screamed post hardcore vocals, uh, mixed in with, you know, the pretty stuff, but also like thematically it's, it's heavy. Like there's, there's songs on this album about like real ass shit, not, you know, you know, Hey, booty, some real ass shit. Yeah, but <laughs> booty is always the most real ass shit. Yes, emphasis it's, on the ass. Like, <laughs> like, like, this is this isn't this is basically like, like the way the internet talks about how shit 2016 was summed up in an <laughs> album. A band that went from like the happiest, most wonderful, make you feel good about the world sound to like. Uh, fuck all this shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's a much more emotional sound. I will say, it, it's definitely also gutsy. The fact that they had a sound that was primed for success, courtesy Courage. primarily uh, to due to Bruno Mars hitting with that sound after they had cultivated already, but they decided to go another way. <laughs> uh, Drew. What expected, what what themes elements did uh, ca- caught your attention on this album? Well, well, after completely falling in love with um American Love and um the Bad Rabbit sound on there, that uh, catchy, fun sort of like funky dance record that they had, like coming into this was sort of a shock to the system, uh, as far as the sound goes, but not completely um completely surprising when like think back about it because like in between american love and this like they came uh there was some covers put out there was an acoustic record or acoustic ep put out and stuff like that and there was some showing of very (coughs) weird influences that like if you just listen to american love you wouldn't necessarily see i mean they had a deftones cover come out on youtube (laughs) um and while I'm probably in the minority in this group of very much enjoying the Deftones, not really what you would think of when you hear an album like American Love is something I think you would think of when you hear an album like American Nightmare. There are definitely hinges of that sort of side of rock and roll to it. Um, but the musicality, uh, which I think is an important part of this, is still really there. The, the vocals we can all talk about those ad nauseum because it is a big part of this band. Um, and the swelling vocals are there, but there's also times where he does devolve into sort of a half yell, sort of like growly, stiff upper lip sort of uh, delivery to it, which I think is really necessary for parts of this album because of the things they are trying to say. Um, in the lyrics, the the bass, especially in a couple of songs, is just so utterly perfect um, for what it is, like what this album is. There is a thickness and a thump there that I think is really cool. And there are um, times where actually like I feel like the rest of the musicians are all almost following a lead from the bass player and where they should fit in, which I think is really, really different. Um the the synthy keyboardy stuff in this is also very very good 
Um, and all of it seems to take this like a darker, like, like hard rock sort of tone to it, which sort of follows suit with the more political stance they're taking in a lot of the songs on this record. Um, and that isn't without merit for sure. Um, what I think is really cool, especially doing this right after the uh, Gambino record, uh, Awaken My Love, is that this is also tipping a hand at some of those other influences that they have that may not have came out in American Love. And I really, really dig that. And I can really, really respect that. You get influences from, like, there are parts that sound to me like they've taken influences from, like, the Deftones, like maybe like super early, like bad brain stuff, like 311 in there at places. And at times like it's really, really cool stuff. And it's while it's a very much darker tone, it was still like fun to listen to because of, I think how well it was made and how well it was sort of put together. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like some of them, some of those things come together just beautifully. Uh, let me talk about some of the key tracks. Uh, when we could talk about some of the some of the very different uh, styles and very different tracks uh we talk about just doing doing the record breakers thing talk about stalker uh it's a very fascinating opening to to the album i think i don't know if it, 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 you could say it, it sets the tone it, it it gives you the cross section but it definitely sets the tone for the album of right off the bat uh, to let you know that American Nightmare is a different album uh, than their than the past, uh, and does a great job of that with kind of the the, the mood of it all, uh, and then original, uh, kind of a really cool like uh, uh, manifesto track for the group of how they're going to come original and uh, whatever they do, and then as we talked about, we touched upon uh, the the topical aspects we have uh wwyd or what would you do uh where it just addresses straightforward some of the harsh topics some of the things that are happening in the world uh in your face and and out there like with the true punk rock spirit i think which is really great and i think really really emotional and really uh really confrontational and i really enjoyed that uh I'll, I'll leave it to you guys because you might be able to elaborate a little bit better. Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, uh, I sort of wrote my <laughs> notes down as a stream of consciousness. So I'm going to try and, and these are notes revision. <laughs> there was a haiku <laughs> lost in, in, in the great battles that I've been through in the last couple of weeks. But no, uh, original uh, is, is, a, is a song that they, they took the time to make a video for. So I was like, okay, um, let, let's, let's get into there. <laughs> Um, I will say that, uh, the song starts off with like a bunch of people trying to pump you up and, 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 uh, and like, they've got a beat and a, and a guy yelling like back the fuck up. And, and then like, as soon as, it, as soon as it, it, it comes in, you get this like squishy jangle guitar chord, uh, making the greatest left turn, uh, that uh, I wasn't expecting, um, on, and really setting me up for the rest of the album. Uh, yeah, that every time the, the listening to the first few seconds of, of, of that track, uh, I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is this, um, also check the video out cause they just, they made one and it's out there. Um, uh, W W Y D. Um, 
I, I that you get some synth. Um, actually, it's other than the 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 newsreel with static and you know like the changing of a radio station as station wagon by hitting the button, like from the seventies type stuff. Uh, there there was uh there there was some synth uh, pad underneath uh you know just straight up lyrics which is a little different. Um, also it's a protest song. Go figure. Um, that's uh like this isn't a protest album per se i wouldn't i wouldn't say there's there's a lot of different things covered on this album um but it definitely definitely has a protest song so if you're into that uh it's it's got some of that for you um and uh then you flames was another song that stuck out with me uh it's it's another uh straight up a teen movie soundtrack song just waiting for a a script um you you get like a layer cake uh, guitar lick with some some reverb modulation and uh, you know there there's some uh, some swell in the drum and bass and some string chorus synth it's it's got a whole lot of stuff going on um, you know there there's like there is a big left turn that was made from one album to the next but at, at least there's there's still a variety. Um, you know, you're not stuck with one, one sound for the whole album. There is quite a bit of variety, um, even more so than just the, the songs that I, that I picked out. But yeah, uh, like w- getting past the, the, this is, this is like, if you would have given me this album and not told me who it was, I would not have guessed in a million years <laughs> that this was the same band. So, you know, hopefully if listen to this album and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll know. You yes. should have done your homework anyway. Yes. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, Stalker, the opener. Um, this is, it, it, like, you're immediately, like, it's just darker than anything on the prior record. It is the closest to a song about baby making on the record. It's it, That's as close as they get. It is, I guess, closing the book on American Love and opening the book on American Nightmare. Uh, um. And I feel, you know, in this all sort of talk about like they the two albums, when when you put them together, are are very much two completely opposite sides of a coin. And, and both are things that bands have written about forever. You know, I mean, we've we've had music that's very, you know, politically minded talking about issues. And we've had albums about, you know, baby making. And this is, you know, this is the latter after an album that was pretty much all the former. Uh, Game of Chess. I I liked the the synths in here, and it had this really really good gang vocal on it. And gang vocals are just, when done right, are really really good. And then basically for the chorus itself, uh, save yourself because uh, Freddie Wa's voice is fucking incredible, and th- that song like it is. It is just a uh, a you know a showcase of how how good of a singer he is and what kind of range he has. The guy can go real high without losing power, and also you know, and also you know, scream and be you know someone who probably at least one at one point in his life was probably in a punk band. And like you know, you see videos of these guys on tour wearing glass jaw jackets, like <laughs> like they're they're punk kids. Like they, I remember. I missed an opportunity to see them open for taking back Sunday, like four or five years ago before I knew who they were. But, uh, and 
Like they, they <coughs> toured with punk bands and th- this, you really see that hard edge come back out in a way that you, that I didn't know they had in them. Um, and I, it's, it is very much a, a counterpart in every way to, to the prior record and that it is very, very different thematically and musically, but you can still see the threads that tie them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? So I'm going to go with original first. Um, cause I got a lot to say about that one, um, more than the other two, but original, oh my gosh, the bass effect on that song in particular was something else. Um, just that like thick, like growl distortion that's sort of on it is just so cool. Um, it kind of hits you at your, in your chest, like right there at the beginning. Um, and everything in this song, like I was saying before, feels like it's playing off of that low-end rumble that the bass is getting through, which I think is really cool. Um, the vocal muscle that's being flexed on the song is completely unfair, I think, to uh, most other bands out today, uh, just because I it's always been um, in the wheelhouse. So... Um, it's kind of perfectly why this band can't stay in one genre is that vocal. It has crazy influences and that is okay. And I think that's kind of cool. There's also a moment in the bridge that when I said 311 earlier, like the bridge on this song is specifically what I was thinking about when I thought about that, which I think is kind of all right. Um, Early 311 was really good. They went to a weird place later on, but early 311 was, I think kind of cool. Uh, Game of Chess. Um, this song sort of like hit me out of nowhere on this album, and I think that's okay. I think it's kind of cool. Um, there are things I'm sort of a sucker for. Um, staccato hits, uh, swelling, crazy like vocals that are big and powerful, and synths that make awesomely weird noises. Guess what this song had a lot of? All three of those things. Um, and it kind of packages it into, like, a fist-pumpy, like, fight song, which, again, is just kind of cool. Um, and then the closer push. Um, I didn't go with the opener, so I figured I might as well go with the closer. The song is six minutes long, and holy hell does it go places. Um, it starts out sort of more in your face and ends the record in this, like, really sort of slow, quiet, serene sort of area, which I think is just a, this song in general is a perfect slice of what this album sort of is at times, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it definitely like, it, it just has a cool motivational factor to that track at the end. And like, uh, but yeah, it has such a cool energy, uh, such a fantastic energy on that track. Um, I guess I'll bring it back around the horn to kind of get some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Brett, what will be your conclusive thoughts on this album overall? Um, I mean, I, I understand bands change. Um, and you know, not all music is made for, uh, Brett and, uh, his taste. Um, but they, they went from the kind of music I'm really into to a kind of music that I'm kind of more often than not, not uh you know jumping over myself trying to listen to um 
So that kind of bums me out a little bit. But, you know, if that's the music that they want to make, then you know what? They they can make whatever music they want. Uh, and what anything they make now does not take away from the albums that they've made before. Um, because that, that ain't how it works. Um, but, uh, you know, th- this is a, a good exercise. I'm curious to see what in the future they decide to do. Maybe they will do a complete, a whole, a whole nother swap of sound. They'll come out doing, uh, uh, hip hop and country a la Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> You know, who knows? I was going to uh, say, maybe they'll do a complete Bo Diddley cover record. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, we I we would totally be... know Diddley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, I, I'm speechless now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I broke Brett. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty cool. But, you know, I, I, I'm not mad at this album. Uh, it's just not something I'm super into. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole? So, uh, as, as somebody grew up an obnoxious punk kid who complained about bands selling out, which is when you, you go make all the songs that sound like your one hit single. This is the exact opposite. This is, uh, we had an album that was really good and people liked, and we're going to do something totally different. Uh, and I, 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 my guess is, and you know, I'm assuming a lot here is that, uh, the way they felt, you know, when they when they wrote American Love is not the way they feel about the world now. And they just felt like they couldn't write another album like that. So they said, fuck it, let's write how we feel now. And that that's, you know, very much like we talked about uh, with Childish Gambino about like him wanting to do something different and not be pigeonholed and, you know, not being afraid to try something new. This is a band not afraid to try something new. Um I want the funk back and that's not to say I didn't enjoy this. I think this is a really solid record. I think musically it's really well executed. I just, I wanted more happiness cause I kind of need that. Um, but, uh, I'm glad they did it because, because again, like it, it's the easy thing is always to make, make the, you know, super consumable, happy stuff and try to sell a million records. This is, make make music that that means something to you as the artist and i think that's worth celebrating yeah uh true what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album um i i was actually a lot i feel like a lot more favorable about this record um because i really 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 like this record a lot and if i would have gotten this three, four years ago, it would have been something that might have been in regular rotation. Um, nowadays, the way like I just listen and consume music is usually when I'm trying to either focus on things or when I'm having an excuse to dance and be dumb and like have a good time and not listening to music to think about things mostly anymore, which I guess is kind of Swagger's point, like kind of wanting more happy stuff, which is fine. But like this record is just really phenomenally made Um, In my opinion, I really kind of like the range that they're going with and how they sort of changed up their sound. And it's something completely different from what you were used to in American Love. And while American Love will be getting more play from me, this record makes me excited for what's coming next. Because before, like I said to start this out, I came into this record when I first saw, ooh, New Bad Rabbits. I came into it with like, oh, sweet, I get more funky dance stuff. And this, it was not even 
in the same goddamn ballpark. Like, not even close. Um, so the fact that it could be that different from these guys, but still be that well made, makes me excited for what's the next thing. Like, and that, I think, that sort of optimism of they can really just go out there and do whatever at this point. And I'm probably going to be happy with the final product, even if it's not something that gets regular play in my rotation. I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a really gutsy departure, really ballsy departure for uh, Bad Rabbit, and I like it. Like that's why I brought it here. It is a really cool, different sound. It's still a, a nice amalgamation of, all, of like a bunch of their influences. Uh, it's a super emotional and, and, and honest record. Uh, it is, is well made. It is super interesting to kind of sit down and kind of wrap your, you know, wrap around your brain, uh, and kind of beat, beat, beat your head with, uh, in, in a way, uh, and it's so cool. Like the, the easy thing, cause you know, with the fact that, uh, they had been doing that previous sound, the American love sound for, for years, you know, they've been doing, they've been together since 2000, like seven and they've been doing something of that sound or of you know with those influences and things like that uh since then and that sound uh famously Ganekat brought into the mainstream by Bruno Mars uh with you know with uh his previous couple of records uh and you know sim- similar sounds as well and the easy thing would have been to like all right you know rising tides you know raise all ships let's you know ride this tide uh and keep playing this sound but they it didn't feel right for them or i mean i don't know it it, it i guess it didn't feel right for them they decided to do what was more real to them and was more real to how they felt now uh and this is that album and it's a nice counterpoint it's a beautiful counterpoint to american love uh it is really well made and I'm I'm glad that it's uh, it's there, and I'm glad we we got to listen to it. Uh, Bad Rabbits are a fantastic, great great group, and uh, I'm looking forward to more for, from what they can do, uh, more of their kick ass music, and I'm glad. So so would you would you say this was a uh, Jefferson airplane to Jefferson Starship jump, or a Jefferson Starship jump to Starship? <coughs> Like this is this is I, I can't think of a band that has swapped sounds so dramatically. Like, yeah, I, I, I that will be my ongoing. If I see it, <coughs> I will make sure to let you know. Yes. <laughs> Once we figure it out, we'll we'll we'll, we'll let you all know. Uh, but yeah, those are our thoughts. Now we get ourselves to the main event of the. Ooh, ooh, a little irpy. Take take uh, some time, Petey. You're, yes. you're 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 playing hurt. <laughs> uh we get to our main event of the evening Ugh, yeah uh we get to our haiku reviews uh we, you know we sum it all up in poetic form uh i'll i'll, I'll maintain same initiative order uh brett what is your haiku a different sound even more so than i thought it's all right to change mm-hmm. uh patrick what is your haiku Serious subjects and no baby making songs. A bold change in sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Great musicianship in a different package 
nothing like before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my uh, haiku, uh, multi-flavored band, a huge, cha- a huge change in direction, a great gutsy move. Um, yeah. Courage. Courage. Bravery. Uh, those are our thoughts on Bad Rabbits, uh, American Nightmare. You can, of course, follow along. Uh, listen at listen along with us at home uh, with our Spotify playlist, Record Breakers at Home Game, uh, linked on every episode page uh, over on recordbreakerspodcast.com uh, in the show notes. Uh, so you can follow along, subscribe, uh, keep up with us, do the homework. Uh, on that Spotify playlist will be next week's record, uh, and that'll be provided by Patrick. Patrick, what do you got for us next week? I'm going to pick an old band who did a new record, uh, Dinosaur Jr. and their album, Give a Glimpse of What You're Not. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that discussion. Uh, well, we're kind of keeping the new new record train going, uh, so it's going to be really cool to talk about that next week. But that's next week, and this is this week. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at Hibbity Brett H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at Extrusive Rex. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at Four Record Breakers. That's the number four Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and a few other places. Find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on all other places and, and different platforms. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>